as one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. And to the republic for which it stands. The Democratic National Committee is located in the Watergate office building. The burglars forced a stairwell door, then taped its latch open. Well, I'm not a crook. I shall resign the presidency effective at noon tomorrow. One nation under God. This is as close as we can get to the base of the World Trade Center. And you can see the two towers, a huge explosion now raining debris on all of us. We better get out of the way. Good Lord, there are no words. Indivisible with liberty and justice for all. Title IX, the landmark civil rights law. It marked a watershed moment for women's rights when it passed in 1972. And the Supreme Court has overturned Roe v. Wade. Legal Anatomy of Current Events, preparing for launch. Legal Anatomy of Current Events, launch sequence started. D-16, IU green to go, propellants pressurized. Minus 15, legal anatomy of current events. SC ready and green to go. T minus 14, FOS ready, green to go. T minus 12, S1C fuel tank pressurized. T minus 11, SC green to go. Legal anatomy of current events, green to go. T minus 10, internal power, green to go. LES ready for ignition. T minus 9, 8, 7. We have ignition. Five, four, commit for launch. Green, three, two, one. We have liftoff. Repeat, we have liftoff. Legal anatomy of current events, all for you. Now on the air, target locked. Good morning, America. Here we go. Gary Bell, Brad Pollock. Our law firm is Bell and Pollock. We're located in Denver, Colorado, and you're listening to Legal Anatomy of Current Events. Legal Anatomy of Current Events. What's in the news today? In the news, Tiger Woods, non-disclosure agreements. What's a non-disclosure agreement? Commonly called an NDA. What's that all about? Tiger Woods, his girlfriend, his trust, his non-disclosure agreements. What's the legal analysis of all that? That's what you're going to learn today. That's what's going to be on the table today. We're going to break it down and we're going to anatomize your mind because this is legal anatomy of current events. Okay, why do we have non-disclosure agreements? We're going to call them NDAs on this show. Why do we have them? What What are they all about? You got to talk about movie stars. You have to talk about famous people, but you don't have to all the time. But that's who usually uses them. They want to have a relationship or relationships, right? And so they want to have a non-disclosure agreement. And we have a special treat for you today because we got a non-disclosure agreement of a movie star out of Hollywood. We're not going to give you their name, but it's a real, live, non-disclosure agreement. And this movie star wanted to use it only when he had sex with women. And he wanted the women to sign it in advance. So I'll let you figure out how that works as a matter of a practical approach. But let's get into what this is all about. These people, they want an NDA. They want a non-disclosure agreement because they don't want the other person. And in this example, we'll use the male movie star and the female. That doesn't have to be that way, but that's going to be our example today. 
So what's the legal analysis of all that? NDAs. Brad, let's cover some general provisions of NDAs. What are they for? Because they cover, the one we're looking at from this movie star covers everything from financial considerations, everything from, from thoughts, thoughts that you have, not just, not just tangible matters, thoughts, books, movies, films. Let's, let's go at it like that. Well, you know, I, when we start dealing with NDAs, I have a lot of questions myself that comes up with respect to how they are approached, who decides when they're going to present the other person with an NDA, uh, what the intent is, uh, and exactly what they want to accomplish. The NDA should spell that out, what they want to accomplish. Um, Why movie stars want NDAs can be a number of reasons, um, ranging from anywhere from they've got a spouse or they've got somebody else they're living with and they don't want the information to get out, they don't want to be held hostage to that information, to they want privacy, Uh, they don't want it being uh, identified who they're sleeping with and who they're not or who they're they're having a relationship with, Um, to just the the basic situation of wanting to make sure that the um, person with whom they're about to have a relationship isn't entering into that relationship for nothing more than to um, engage in uh, a, a form of being able to publicize that information later and make a lot of money. Um, you know, they're, they're, sometimes relationships swing not based on attraction to one another, but based on what they can get from one another. And sometimes it's uh, what kind of money they can get from saying they're in a relationship with the movie star. Yeah, but what you're saying right there really takes me back to the old days where somebody said, well, you know, the first time I fall in love is going to be puppy love. And the second time I fall in love, I want to see your financial statement, right? And that's kind of what these NDAs are all about. But the one we're looking at is actually used by a movie star. It starts off with definition of confidential information, and I'm not going to bore you by reading it to you, but it covers the definition of confidential information. It defines what it is, messages, text messages, contracts, taxes, taxes, tapes, flash drives, SIM cards, photographs, financial information, intellectual property rights. I mean, if you have a relationship with this movie star, what can you do or say later? Almost nothing. And you might say, well, is that fair? Is that right? Is that, is that legal? And that's what we're going to get to is a legal analysis of all these. And they talk about private con- confidential information. Brad, they talk about verbal and written communication. And so they want it, they want it not publicized. They don't want somebody to write a book about them, magazine article about them. And, and maybe that's understandable, but let's get down to the other legal analysis about this and talk about arbitration because every one of these things has arbitration in it. Well, the, the first thing you start with, though, is you start saying, why would this movie star or why would a, a, a public um, person uh, not want the confidential information or the specific information concerning the, the details of their relationship? Um, sometimes they are faced with, you know, because I look at this on both sides of the street, and, and sometimes they're faced with people who may be getting into a relationship with them just so they can make money off that relationship, just so they can talk. And sometimes the, the, the public figure doesn't want that to happen, and they want to have a private relationship. Um, it's, it's hard to uh, base a private relationship when you don't know the true feelings or intent of a person with whom they're getting into a relationship. So 
you know, I think I think you have to look at NDAs from both sides uh, as far as what why they're getting into them and what they're in, getting into them and for what purpose. Um, and and you know, the, the Tiger Woods situation, well, we know that NDA was blowing up, or or there's actually what I can see is a lawsuit to blow up the NDA. And we really haven't gotten the lawsuit, the NDA blown up, but they have a lawsuit asking that the NDA be blown up. Um, uh, most of these NDAs, you defeat the purpose if you're going to litigate it in a court of, court of law. Uh, yes, you can you can get public records, you can get the records sealed in a court of law. You try and get it private, but the problem is it's a, a lot easier for uh, people that are um, trying to get information about the relationship or about the the lawsuit itself to get court documents than it is to get them through arbitration. And if you're going to start airing the case out in a court document, uh, you've defeated the whole purpose of the NDA immediately, so you have to put it into arbitration. Now, there's some other reasons why you would want to put it into arbitration, and um, we have for years, as, as plaintiff's personal injury lawyers, stated that we don't like arbitration. We like a jury. We like people real people to be able to determine the amount of damages that our clients have, have incurred and to be able to get, give an assessment of that and live by what the jury says. Uh, but if you want privacy and if you want to make it very difficult for the other side to afford the case, then you put it into arbitration. And if you want to have a more likely than not situation of being able to get somebody who, that being able to select your judge rather than just having a, uh, a roulette wheel of which judge I'm going to get, you can get your judge. Uh, obviously, it's subject to the other side agreeing or you being able to come to a conclusion on a judge. You have a better chance of getting the judge you want to be able to oversee the case. You don't have to worry about a jury because arbitration proceedings don't include juries. Right, well, we're going to get to Tiger Woods before the show's over and Erica Herman because it's a fascinating take on this entire subject of NDAs. But legally, what have we taught you so far on our legal analysis of current events? Non-disclosure agreements are used usually by famous people. Are they enforceable? Yes. What are the legal terms and conditions? They're pretty broad, so I'm not going to repeat them all here. They're really broad about intellectual property, ideas, reasoning, lifestyle, sex, uh, activities, family matters, pictures, photographs. So they're really broad. So what happens then the relationship ends, right? And the relationship is over with. And now the famous person, a movie star, and we're going to get to Tiger Woods, doesn't want anything disclosed about the relationship, intimate or not, doesn't want anything published in magazine articles, uh, newspapers, books, name, image, likeness, just like in sports today. She doesn't want that to happen. All right, so then they have the NDA. But what's the, what's the remedy? That was Brad was just talking about. I mean, if you have an NDA and somebody breaches it, that's just a contract, right? It's just a legal contract. You sue for breach of contract. You sue. But an NDA says, we don't want you to talk about anything. We want you to disclose anything. We want you to protect this movie star. We want you to protect this, this famous person. And so we're going to put some provisions in there that are going to shut your mouth. And if you breach it, you're going to pay money. And so, you, you, without getting too technical in the law, they call it a liquidated damages clause. What does that mean? Liquidated damages. If the person, the female in this in instance, breaches the agreement and wants to do something, say something, breaches the agreement, then there's a liquidated defined amount of money per breach. In this movie star's contract, non-DA, it's $100,000 per breach. 
that the woman's going to pay the movie star for any breach and every breach. So 10 breaches is a million bucks, and it can add up, right? And then, Brad, we're talking about arbitration. We don't like arbitration because arbitration is secret. And, and if you don't like the result of arbitration, you pretty much can't appeal it. But if you go to a jury trial, which these NDAs take away a jury trial, you can't go to a jury trial. You can't go to a court like Donald Trump did last week. You can't be in civil court. Trump didn't go to court last no, week. No, he didn't go to court. He didn't even show up. He we're didn't gonna, show we're up. We're going to discuss that you know, next week. We're going to do a, a show on that, but I, he didn't I, show up. I didn't mean to correct you. No, but, but that's okay. You, great. you can correct me anytime. You're right. But it's a civil case, and you can't have a jury trial. So arbitration is very expensive at the beginning, and that's what these movie stars and famous people want. They want it expensive legally for the person who's trying to breach it. They want it expensive legally for the person who's trying to fight it, the female in this example. And so, Brad, we now have some statutes passed in the, this country dealing with these very serious binding arbitration clauses. So, all right, what have we learned? And then Brad's going to take you off on these very, very new statutes. So you've got an NDA by a movie star or a famous person, and you've got a relationship with a female, and then the relationship breaks off, and the female wants to say something, publish something, do something, but she can't. And, and if you want to breach it or you want to litigate it, you have to go to arbitration, not a jury trial, not a jury trial, not a district court with a jury trial. It's an arbitration in a room with an arbitrator, and it's very expensive for the female uh, the other person to try to start the process, continue the process, pay for the arbitrators. So, Brad, what are, what are we? What's the view of these statutes now that kind of attack this arbitration provision to kick it out of there? That's kind of difficult too to figure out what these statutes are going to do. Um, as as you look at them, they're they're very open ended. And because they're open-ended, it's hard to determine exactly what they intend to uh, accomplish except for it, it's obvious whoever sponsored the statutes, the people who, who voted in favor of the statutes, they don't like NDAs. And they don't think NDA should be uh, binding on people under certain circumstances. And the circumstances they don't think it should be binding on, uh, uh, where, where it should no longer be a binding document, is if you're dealing with sexual harassment or sexual assault. And um, that, again, is something that is a, a, a case-by-case determination. It has to be a case-by-case determination by, by a judge, I would think, although the statute doesn't seem to say it. It seems to say, they, they seem to say, once you allege it, you're no longer subject to the NDA requirements of, of arbitration. Once you say it, that there's sexual assault or, or, or sexual harassment, you now can speak out. And you're, 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 you don't have to have the arbitration proceeding. Very interesting statute. Uh, when you start to try and think what's trying to be accomplished. Um, it's obviously one that believes that uh, the non-movie star person or the non-public figure, because this, go, this applies to public figures, basically, not just movie stars. It's going to apply to public figures, that the, the public figure, the non, that the non-public figure is, being, is in uh, something less than an equal bargaining position when the NDA is presented. And because they're in something less than an equal bargaining position, or they have some kind of devious thought or in, something in mind, at which point you would have flipped it the other way. So they're looking, going, it's a, it's 
nothing more than them thinking they're not in a very good bargaining position. Right. And for, the first law we're talking about is passed by Congress, United States Congress in Washington, and it's called the Speak Out Act. That's what it's called, the Speak Out Act. So now take the NDA that we've taught you today, has all these comprehensive, very thorough provisions of what you can say or can't say. Now the relationship is over. Somebody wants to talk. Somebody wants to do something. How does the female, in our example, get to speak out? You use the Speak Out Act. Erica Herman has filed two lawsuits against Tiger Woods in Florida, Jupiter, Florida. You ever been to Jupiter? It just reeks of money, right? Reeks of money down in Jupiter and Palm Beach and all those areas. But now she has filed two lawsuits, and she says once she was evicted illegally because she got tricked into leaving the house and the mansion, and she was told in an airport, she was told she was going on a trip, and when she was told in the airport, oh, you're not really going on a trip, you just can't go back home. So she sued on that. Then she sued on the NDA, the non-disclosure agreement that she had with Tiger Woods. Now, we don't have a copy of that, but we know what are in these these agreements generally, and almost every one of them has an arbitration provision. And she filed a second lawsuit, Brad, to destroy and void out the arbitration provision so she can go to district court in front of a jury and present her case. But you and I were talking about this in preparation for this show. The Speak Out Act, what does it really say or mean? I mean, the female can say that I was sexually abused, and that's defined by state law. I was sexually abused or sexually harassed. And the interesting part, Brad, and you can take off on this, the Speak Out Act says all you have to do, all she has to do is allege it. You don't have to prove it yet. She just alleges that she was sexually harassed or sexually assaulted, and then you can't enforce the NDA, which is a whole separate thing. That's fascinating. Think about that. The entire NDA cannot be enforced. Well, there might be parts of the NDA that protect the movie star or, the, or Tiger Woods. There might be things that he doesn't really want out about his private life that has nothing to do with the sexual assault or sexual harassment. But talk to us about that, Brad, because all the female has to do is make the allegation, and the statute seems to say the NDA is gone. Well, this, the, the, the act, as far as I understand it, was December 7th, 2022. So it, it really hasn't been time-tested in a court of law. And one of the things we learned very quickly when you're involved in the legal world is, is that um, acts and laws and, and whatever Congress passes and what they want you to do as, as far as how you're supposed to be um, conducting yourself, um, it has to stand the test of time. And it has to stand the test of the all the differing circumstances or or avenues that somebody might follow to get to take advantage of the act or the law that's being passed. Um, in this particular situation, uh, it does appear that the attorneys uh, that that the 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 attorneys for Erica Herman have taken a very conservative approach to how they are asking the court to review this particular act and apply it. Uh, whether or not it's going to be something that is uh, is is going to be decided by a judge and be appealed, and whether that whole provision itself has to be appealed before we find out what the Speak Out Act or the, how it applies is going to be very difficult to uh, to to decipher for years to come, uh, because we have to remember uh, as you're listening to this, you may be saying, well. That that doesn't mean much. Why do I care about how a movie star is is having relationships with with a, a girlfriend or a boyfriend, um, and what does that all mean to me? Uh, but this this very law uh, 
can easily apply to a, a workplace where you have a some kind of boss or some kind of supervisor who is is involving themselves in a relationship in one form or another with a new hire or with somebody who is who is is not in a, an equivalent position and that also can be something where that person because they're married because it would hurt their business even if it's a small business in a small town it can very easily uh, lead to an NDA that you want an NDA with respect to the person that they've had the relationship with hey listen you have NDAs when you sell radio stations you have NDAs when you sell businesses you have NDAs non-disclosure agreements when you go to work for a company X company Y company Z and so those come under the statute as well and so if you have an, you go to work for some company, as Brad was just saying, and then you have an NDA, and then how do you avoid it? How do you get rid of it? How do you get rid of the arbitration provision? You don't want an arbitration provision if you're the claimant. You do not want one, believe me. And so, you know, Brad, the, the new statute, the Speak Out Act, pretty much says the NDA is not enforceable. Well, and, and when you look at it, you, you do. Are they on equal bargaining powers when they're entering into the NDA? If you have a a supervisor or a manager or owner of a company who is engaging in a relationship with a new hire, somebody who's on the bottom of the totem pole, and they're saying, well, as we're going out to dinner or we're going out places and we're doing things, here's an NDA for you to sign to, to keep our relationship private because I don't want to risk any danger to my company. Is there really equal bargaining power at that position or at that point? Uh, to, to allow the person. I mean, it, do you think the person is going to pick up the paper for dinner and say, well, let me run this off to my lawyer? Uh, right. They're not going ha- to be happening. No, you not going to be happening. They, they have the slightest idea what they're going to do with it. You know, let me take it off to my best friend, Jenny, and have Jenny look at it and see what Jenny thinks about it. Yeah, I'm for, going for a glass of wine tonight with my, my friends, and we'll, see, we'll have them look at it and see what they think yeah, about we'll, it. Yeah, we'll pass around the NDA and, and see how they, they want to enforce it. You know, it. But, but think about the Speak Out Act, because you're listening to Legal Anatomy of Current Events. We're talking about Tiger Woods. We're talking about his girlfriend, Erica Herman. We're talking about non-disclosure agreements. And don't forget... At the end of our show today, every, every show, we're going to talk about the American idioms, and we're going to talk about uh, the quote of the day. We have, like to have a little fun at the end of the show. But let's get back to this, Brad. Let's get back to this because the NDA, look at it from the famous person's standpoint. I want to be protected. I want a relationship, but I want to be protected. I don't want my privacy violated. I, want, I don't want somebody I'm in a relationship with selling my secrets. Does that sound reasonable? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, kind of reasonable. Think of about it from the female standpoint. I don't want to be taken advantage of. I want to be, can I show pictures of my family with this person, with Tiger Woods? What if we're on a picnic? Can I show those pictures? Can I tell anybody about it? What if some family members went to a social gathering with Tiger Woods and Erica Herman, and can they talk about it? They're not a party to the contract. Are they subject to the NDA? No, they didn't sign it. No. Can that be, can that be enforced? So from that standpoint, the female, in our example, wants to enforce not enforce it. She wants to be able to tell her story. And maybe not necessarily for money. Everybody always assumes, well, it's for money. Maybe not necessarily for money, right? So, but the big thing, I think the big thing for the movie star under the statute, let's take Tiger Woods. They say, they kind of indirectly reference in Erica Herman's lawsuit about sexual harassment. Kind of indirectly. We'll get to that in a minute. But what about Tiger Woods? He says, or any movie star, or any famous person says, you're claiming I sexually harassed you. You're claiming I sexually assaulted you. I didn't. I did not. So just because you claim it, that means you can 
talk about everything else, let's go with that, Brad. Well, that, that's exactly what, what what's happening here is just by, according to the act that we see, and like I said, it's got to stand the test of time of courts looking at it. But according to the act, it looks like all you have to do is say, yeah, sexual assault. Oh, yeah, sexual and harassment. And they say, no, I didn't. I didn't. No. I didn't. But you claim it. You're and, claiming it. And, you know, and, and we can have the psychologists and psychiatrists get involved as to why you would stay in a relationship where you're being sexually harassed or where the sexual relationship is not an equal relationship. And, you know, and say, yes, they, even though they've been together for four years, you ought to be able to claim sexual harassment um, and, and maybe at times sexual assault, depending on how the relationship has been. Uh, and so just by making the statement, now, should there have to be something more than that? Should there have to be a prima facie showing of that in a private setting? In the court. In private a courtroom. Setting. In a courtroom. Nobody else knows. But, but, but the judge, but in a private setting before you can say that just did away with the NDA? Uh, you know, because somebody went through the effort to get the NDA and somebody went through the effort to sign the NDA. And, you know, one of the things that our country survives on, as far as I'm concerned, uh, is, is the enforceability of contracts is a signed contract. When you enter into a contract, you want to be able to understand that you have the ability to enforce it. No, well, is it being enforced? If you all of a sudden start yelling, uh, if you can just say sexual harassment or sexual assault, and how is it going to be worked out? That's the part of the statute that amazed you and I when we were getting ready for this show. Absolutely amazed us. Here we have a federal statute from the United States Congress that basically says the person has to claim they were sexually assaulted or claim they were sexually harassed. Doesn't say prove it. Doesn't say have a hearing. Doesn't say have a prima facie showing, which means have a basic showing of the evidence. Doesn't say have a secret hearing. It's just claim it. And you and I talked about that a lot. Well, yeah. And, and it's, to me, I, I see a problem both ways in the statute. I see a problem if you all of a sudden uh, start saying you cannot or, or that you're going to be bound by an, uh, a, a contract that was the result of uneven bargaining power. Uh, and and, and a, a contract maybe, you know, you're being handed or, or the, the, somebody's being handed at dinner or why they were out boating or something and saying, by the way, you know, I want to take this relationship the next step, but I need this non-disclosure agreement to protect my company, to protect my family, to protect everybody's involved, protect uh, the, the different things that are going on, even if it's not that the, the person's already involved in relationship. Maybe they're just wanting the NDA to protect their children or to protect other people involved. So, okay, here's an NDA. Uh, you know, somebody signs it. The question is, how do we unravel those circumstances and understand? What I see from the act is, if in fact it's just unequal bargaining power, it's going to stand up. The NDA is there and you're not going to be able to, to have the Speak Out Act or, the, um, or, or do away with the arbitration clauses. On the other hand, if you got something else, if you got something that surrounds sexual assault or sexual harassment, then you've got a different story. And, you know, I, I start wondering myself, okay, you've been with somebody for three or four years. How are you going to prove sexual assault or sexual harassment? But there's a lot of ways to prove well, that. That's a different train altogether. That's a different train I mean, that we're not they, getting They didn't just meet them in a dressing know, room in a department you know, store somewhere. You know, so. That's a different train. It, it, it's, it's something that you have to determine how, how it surrounds the, the relationship. Uh, and the question would be, is the person going to be able to just say sexual harassment? 
Okay, now just let's, claim it. Let, let's just go for it. Okay, Brad, but let's go to Erica Herman's lawsuit. We got it right here in front of us, right now, okay? You and I know words matter in a lawsuit. Words matter in a complaint. That means a lawsuit, complaint. That's what it's called, complaint. Words matter. And you and I looked very carefully at Erica Herman's lawsuit. Those lawyers have to make sure what they say is accurate because they might get away with something at the beginning, but at the end, if the court discovers that they were saying something was not accurate, sanctions can enter. Somebody's going to pay for it. So look at the words. We looked at the words. Remember, we taught you under the Speak Out Act, all the woman has to do is say and claim sexual harassment or sexual assault. Okay, here, here is Erica Herman's words, right? That the Woods, meaning Tiger Woods, NDA, this is in the lawsuit, that Tiger Woods NDA is not valid or enforceable because of a lack of consideration, that's a legal term, a lack of consideration and because of unconscionability. That's the end of the sentence. It didn't say sexual harassment. It didn't say sexual assault because you have to have a good faith factual basis to say it. So nowhere in this lawsuit so far, she invokes the Speak Out Act at the end of the lawsuit. She talks about it. you got to keep going. Keep, and, keep going. Yeah, she talks about the ending of the Federal Arbitration Act, which we're going to talk about in a minute ago, a minute, but never really comes out and clearly says and claims sexual assault, assault or sexual harassment. Well, th- this is one where you could be getting too too far into the soup. Uh, well, be- I don't want to be too far in the soup. The I want to be on right kind of the edge on, of the soup. Which is kind of American idiom somewhere along that's the line. We, we're, yeah, we're not even to the I idiom part of the show. Yeah, I'm that's not certain. Right. That's not my idiom, by the way. No, but, it's not you know, your you idiom. May, I'm just making this up as I go, to be honest <laughs> with you. But you may be, the lawyers want, don't want to be in the soup when the fire gets turned on. Uh, because here's the bottom line. The lawyers are saying, Judge, we want you to tell us uh, we want to have a hearing with you, and we want you to tell us whether or not we are able to use the speak out clause and get rid of the American Arbitration Association requirement. And we want you to be our safeguard that we can depend on. Um, and they they say they want to do it due to the that these acts, which these acts say the only way you can set these requirements aside is by sexual harassment or sexual assault you can say that all day long brad but they don't say it in the lawsuit they say you can say well we want to have a special hearing we want to get in front of you judge you want we want you to bless they say we don't want you to give us legal advice but we want you to bless these efforts basically bless yeah. them yeah. but they don't use the words claim sexual assault or sexual harassment well most people most people can add two plus two and when you come out with this last paragraph or the second to last paragraph saying um, that, uh, that the purported arbitration clause in the Woods NDA is unenforceable as the plaintiff's claim in this case and that the determination of its applicability in this case must be decided by the court, not by an arbitrator. Right. So now we just got rid of the speak out. We got the speak out yeah, in. We're kind of we we talking about it a little bit. Kind of un- talking about under it. Under um, federal finding forced arbitration of sexual assault and sexual harassment act. Well, if they're tr- trying to use the statute, the statute for forced arbitration of sexual assault and sexual harassment act, if they're trying to use that statute, then they have to be accusing Tiger Woods somewhere in some other part of the hearing. They've got to be ready to accuse him of some kind of forced or, or some kind of sexual assault or sex, sexual right. harassment act. So the Erica Herman lawsuit doesn't say in words that she claims she was sexually harassed, and it doesn't say in words that she claims she was sexually uh, assaulted. 
but it does say we want the NDA to become unenforceable because we're invoking the statute, the federal statute called Ending Forced Arbitration of Sexual Harassment uh, of October 2021. And I can add two plus two. There you go. All right, you're listening to Legal Anatomy of Current Events, Tiger Woods, Erica Herman, non-DAs, and all you famous people out there, and all you movie stars. You think you're safe with those NDAs. You think you're sitting in Hollywood by your pool, and you're okay. You better be worried about these NDAs, and you better be worried about you did what you did or didn't do. And we didn't use anybody's name on that. You just better be thinking about it, because there can be claims under these two new statutes now, And that's what we taught you today. We want to anatomize your mind. That's why we call this legal anatomy of current events. So now to the fun part of the show. Let's get to the American idioms, although I think Brad snuck one in on us earlier anyway. We'll get to the American idioms and the the quote of the day. Brad, what do you got for an American idiom? I I can tell it's going to be a good one. I made my last one up. Oh. I made last one up. You did? But seeing as we're talking about people who are getting in the sheets or under the blankets, I wanted to make sure that people understand that an NDA is not necessarily your security blanket. And a security blanket is something that makes you feel safe and secure. And you really don't want to think that NDA is going to make you feel safe and secure under these present acts. Well, I, but I kind of like the one but you got the attorneys in the soup. Are we over? Are we are we cooking? <laughs> or what, what are we doing? We're not cooking? Well, they, they, they haven't even turned on the fire yet, so All you right. don't know what that is. <laughs> My quote of the day, and I wish I could claim it, but I can't. My quote of the day is, quote, be weird, be random, be who you are, because you never know who would love the person you hit. You never know who would love the person you hit. Okay, Gary Bell, Brad Pollock. We're lawyers out of Denver, Colorado. This is Legal Anatomy of Current Events for you. Listen, we give you the legal breakdown and the legal analysis so you can have the information to make up your mind on current events, and I don't think anybody else does that. Legal Anatomy of Current Events for you every week. We'll see you next week.